good evening from Los Angeles. And we, we're going to bring on Bernadette DiGabriel, my co-host from Austin, Texas. And we wanted to hey. welcome everyone. Did anyone feel that earthquake, which was yesterday? We, we, I didn't feel it in um, uh, northern Los Angeles County. I didn't feel it. But I heard other people did. And it was a 6.4, and they've had aftershocks probably in the fours and the fives. But usually when they have an earthquake like that, it's going to be, it takes like the fours and, and, the, and the fives to calm it down. And uh, so far, knock on wood, nothing happened today in Los Angeles or, or the California Las Vegas area. So that we could pray for. Other than that, uh, how are you doing, Bernadette? I am doing fantastic. Thank you so much for asking. We got got to ask you, you know. We we (laughs) don't let the people know about the earthquake. And by the way, call us in at 323-744-4831. And we are here. And you can ask Bernadette questions. Me and Danny Cruz is coming on talking about the earthquake itself. Anyway, as I mentioned, we had some stories. Now, you think Trump had enough with, you know, what he wants to do is pursue citizenship, census question. Leave the people alone. We got more important things than bothering uh, people that are, um, you know, not you know, undocumented workers, but leave them alone. And I think it's too much. So What did they decide? I know that, that Trump he, said that. He wanted that... to go back to it. He wants to go back to it. And a lot of Californians against it because they said yeah. – that what he's doing is he's trying to <clears throat> interfere in people's lives, and he's getting too much. It's like it, since he's taken over, just too much. And it's like, uh, if you, why don't you govern your your president? Why don't you govern? Why don't you create more jobs? And by the way, did you hear the job report? No. It wasn't that great of a deal. Did you hear about that? We'll talk about Tell that too. About Not that many jobs were created, in uh, as he says. So we're, people, believe me, when Election Day comes, they'll get rid of him. Because I, I, I feel, my personal opinion, is all he says is he repeats himself, uh, you know, many times. And this is how many jobs were created. Uh, this is interesting. 224,000 jobs were created in June of this year. But more than 160,000 uh, had forecasted. But still... I haven't seen the jobs in California. Where are they? You know, where are the jobs? You know, there's yeah. still <coughs> yeah, because our unemployment rate is pretty high. Yeah, yeah. What happened? So he 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 comes into town. Trump says, "Oh, I'm the president of creating jobs." No, you aren't. You haven't shown anything. Instead of fighting with people on on Twitter and creating craziness, create jobs. Okay. Just be a a president and create jobs. And also, and stop with the racism, with uh, uh, people from, you know, El Salvador, Guatemala. You stop with all that. That's too much. Don't you agree? Yeah, Yeah, I do. I think that the racism is really, um, it's, it's almost overwhelming how much more racist stuff you see right now than we, we did. The good yeah, news is, is that it's coming out. We're being able to deal with it um, on a collective level, and uh-huh. I think that that's the the that's the cherry on the Sunday for it. You know what I mean? Right, right. But still, 
I think my opinion is why even why even uh, go through such a horrible issue? We don't need to, you know. So anyway, enough with that. And then um, <coughs> other other questions. I'm dressed. <coughs> coffee today. I don't know why. I thought I got rid of my cough. But I guess I didn't. So Slovenia gets they got a new uh, caricature, a new sign in Slovenia. So that's good news. Japan announces electric car investment in the UK, which is going to be great because that's the future's electric cars. Don't you agree? Yeah, I do. Yeah, because I have an electric car, and I, I, I'm going to be getting one by the end of the year for my. I have one for my business, but I'm going to get one for my personal, and they save you a lot of gas. But it's so much. Destiny, my daughter rented one, and she only spent like twelve dollars to go all the way from Austin to Houston. And that's yeah. phenomenal. Twelve bucks. That's phenomenal. <laughs> that's know. phenomenal. I'm saying that's phenomenal. When you think yeah, about it. Yeah, and know. that was she didn't even like go through any. Uh, she didn't go through a whole tank. It was just amazing, amazing. I was like, are you kidding me? Twelve bucks. And she had all this wow. gas left over. It was amazing. <laughs> yeah, well, that city's gonna drive me anywhere in Texas. Right, right. Yeah, she's our girl. She's our girl. She's gonna drive us. You know, another. Thing that came out uh, is in um, another story which is really interesting. Greece, you know, Greece is horrible, having horrible economic problem. Uh, Greece, yeah. people haven't got paid for two years. Oh so, my goodness! How are they yeah, surviving? Well, it's called the European Economic uh, Market. It's been helping them, and it's been wow. interesting, you know. And other news I was going to mention, as we we do every Friday night. Kevin Spacey, it looks like his groping case got dropped. Isn't that interesting? Kevin Spacey uh, was accused by a young man of of being uh, obnoxious, explicit sexual behavior, and it was dropped. Isn't that interesting? Wow. And then other news. Unbelievable. uh, Slovenia gets submerged uh, Melania statue which is kind of interesting. That was uh, over today. And then, uh, you know, El uh, Nash, have you heard of him? X, he's a country singer, African-American country singer. Well, he told the world he's gay. You know, he told the oh, world really? he's gay. So anyway, huh. so, so now we know he's gay. So we, I think, you know, um, a lot of these people that handle the act, who cares? You know? Yeah. yeah I think exactly. what he does on his own free dime, let him enjoy. But you yeah. don't have to tell people you're gay every five minutes, yeah. you know. And then other things in the news, um, uh, they had a story about Ozzy Osbourne may retire, which would be good. Ozzy's about 75, and he may retire. So we'll see <coughs> what happens. And also some science news. We let people know. See, we let people know about the world here, you know? Yeah, uh, well, it's important. Badgers. Yeah, we, don't have badgers. Going on. we don't have badgers here in California, but they do in in the Midwest, in England. And badgers lead mammal roadkill lists. Can you imagine? I would want to be on a roadkill list. That's for sure. Wow, yeah. That's, that's it. There's and other then, lists I'd rather be on. Yeah, other, other lists of that. And then um, they said that Madrid low emission zone, 
reinstated after protest. So, you know, right now, the world itself seems like they need to calm down and you said mellow out. That's what they need to do, you know? And then electric mm-hmm. cars will not solve transport problems. That's in the U.K. That was today. And did you see the fireworks from the, uh, I think it was one of the, one of the networks, uh, NBC? Wonderful fireworks. If people I did. From, oh, it was really nice. And, was you know, it? you got to have, you got to have uh, the guy from Dancing with the Stars, you know, and uh, he's a character. Uh, you know, the brother of, of, of the one that's on that show, you know, uh, what's her name? Oh, God, I can't think of her name. Anyway, her brother was on and has a group. I didn't even know he has a rock and roll group. So there you go. You know. And then uh, guess what happened to someone? They're, they're, they're in their house. And guess what they found? Uh, a python was captured in a woman's garden after five days on the, on the slither. Can you imagine seeing a python? So wow. Turner made international headlines. Uh, when his owner reported him missing from his home. I love it. Road in Cambridge in England on Sunday. Neighbor Chris Anthony told the BBC she spotted the snake in a tree above her shed. The owner, who does not want to be named, said he was planning an open day for neighbors to meet the reptile, which had suffered some scratches and a swollen uh, uh, gum. The snake is not venomous but wraps around its prey and suffocates them. That's all. So, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Just rest them up a little bit. <laughs> yeah. It's not, it's not dangerous, okay? So that was, in, that was the total news that you would have missed on CNN, MSNBC, and BBC News. So let's get into, let's get into a couple things uh, on the earthquake. You know, and I, have you ever been through an earthquake? No, I have not, actually. Well, the, I, uh, I can tell you the experience. You go through a rolling sound, and then when you go through an earthquake, the rolling sound is like, a, it goes on and on and on. So, anyway, anyway, so uh, the one in that yesterday, I didn't feel, but people said they felt that rolling sound. So I said, wow, very interesting. Wow. You know? Yeah. Yeah, just something that happened. I've never... I landed in California, like, very shortly after, like, 10 minutes after an earthquake one time. But that's the closest I've been. Okay, you, you, were, you were almost in an earthquake. Almost. Is, almost. Yeah, it, <laughs> it pulls down cars. You feel your car being pulled down. And there's some, in fact, my, my question for the audience is, if you ever been through an earthquake, what did you feel? What was your feeling? And, and now, did you have any uh, deep emotional feeling? from it, you know? So, anyway, it's anyway, so very interesting goes on, you know, through an earthquake. Oh, my dog is, ah, oh, that's wonderful. My my oh. sister's dog is doing her thing. Oh, God. It's like a, hey, get out of there. I got a screen at her. Anyway, so, uh, we also, the issue of, of Donald Trump's 4th of July spectacular. I think he, he did it for all the wrong reasons. And my feeling is that when he, what he did, we showed people how arrogant he really is. 
why have a Fourth of July when itself uh, it didn't change the world, didn't do anything, and it was not really well done, you know? So anyway, that's the story on that. All right, so we'll get into we'll get into our normal session. If anyone has any other issues uh, for the week, that would be one. And then also, uh, you know, with Trump, there's always something going on. And uh, so that's about it. And then there was a UFO. We're going to get a um, scientist maybe calling in tonight about a UFO uh, very, getting very close to a uh, Air, Air Force base and that it really happened. So we'll hear about that. And then that's about it. So we have an amazing, amazing show tonight. So everyone out there and enjoy it. And Bernadette, maybe I can have you lead up. What do you, now you have with your clients with, about fear? Because fear comes up with earthquakes. What would be the best way to deal with fear with earthquake? Because you're going to feel sound. You're going to feel uh, gravitation motion. What? How do you? What would you tell your clients to do, or what you know not to do? Well, first I would of course tell them to make their life safe place. And, right. And, uh, you know, to make a lot of fear, of course, they can't have to feel well, because they're being about it just recently yeah it was yeah, on the it was Facebook. yesterday yeah, it was yesterday yeah. and I was now uh, when you had when we have an earthquake here in Southern California does it affect you emotionally does it does I don't it affect know, me emotionally um, well it does actually you know I was having a uh, spending some time at my aunt's house and there was some definitely some spiritual activity in the house that was high tension and um, I thought for for goodness sake so Epic Center was right underneath my mom's house in Laverne. Oh, wow. It was about um, probably nine months ago, but uh, uh-huh. there's definitely, I think, some some spiritual tension that goes along with earthquakes. That's that's for sure. Uh, the connection between something out of our control happening and and all of our uh, tensions 
when they culminate, mm-hmm. uh, when we when we start to see ghosts and spirits and talk about um, secrets and stuff like that that have been kept for so long. It just uh, an earthquake is a good symbol for that kind of tension to be released. Okay. Yeah. So I've had um, I've had I've had some some more spiritual feelings about uh, natural phenomenon than exactly. more emotional ones. I haven't had I right. haven't had any really bad experiences in earthquakes, thankfully. Um, I'm sorry for the people who have, who've lost their their loved ones and their homes and and whatnot. But no, nothing nothing so serious on my end, though. Uh, more spiritual connections and feeling like the tensions are are mounting. Uh-huh. And yeah. What I felt like I was telling Bernadette earlier is that when you go through an earthquake, you have a motion like a, it feels like you're, you're driving a car and you're not getting, you're stuck in the car or you feel the motion of a rolling sensation. That's what I felt when we've had earthquakes. And also you feel uh, so um, jammed emotionally because when you go through an earthquake, you go, wow, what happened, you know? It's like the right. body has to think what happened. You, you have to remember that when you bring in something in a fearful way, then you're attracting more of that to you. Right. It's so, true. So being conscious of that and aware of that and going into it, like Danny said, or from a, pers- a spiritual perspective, I'm going, okay, you know, and redirecting that energy from a fear to something else is going to actually benefit you. Right. And that takes true. practice. So you want to practice that on other things in life so that when the big things do happen, you're more prepared. It's very interesting right. to bring that up. And people out there, um, by the way, um, we have a life coach, and she is phenomenal. She's a co-host with me along with Danny. And Bernadette, uh have you seen people about earthquakes or any issues like that? Uh, not specifically. Um, you know, traumas that are embedded in people. Um, right. You know, they're, they're packaged in so many different ways. So the energy work that I do is, I mean, I, I we can deal with more specific things, but right. it's more of an overall. You know, the fear of, of an earthquake probably stems to something else that's been experienced prior to. Right. And, you know, so it's getting to the core of the issue. It's not so much the earthquake, it's what's embedded inside of the individual that creates that fear for that person. Does that make sense? Right. So it's kind no, of like I, a, I, you do past yeah, life please. regression? Yeah, very similar. There, yeah. It can even be this life. I mean, you know, somebody could have had an experience in their childhood that, you know, is triggered by an earthquake. You know, could be anything. Could have been yeah. a car accident or something. You know, just that motion or the sound or you know anything in it. Uh-huh. So, yeah. And then you have those uh, places that have been destroyed that keep that energy in there uh, in that area for so long. It's kind of like the the twin towers on 9/11 when they came down. All that energy. Okay surrounding all uh-huh. the lives that were lost. And you have, like, the San Francisco earthquakes where uh, many people lost their lives and so much destruction was was, was wreaked on um, on San Francisco when it had the bad earthquakes. Um, yeah, the 1901? Yeah, I the think so, actually. There, that was the 1901. Yeah, there's, there's so many, by the yeah. way, great books on that uh, from people's what they shared. And now from that, they have 
from different housing legislation in California. So things have changed, you know, by the way they used to build homes. Definitely. You also have a lot of the past are associated with Atlantis and Lemuria. I mean, in the way that those civilizations went down, that could also be something right. that is triggered by... We're having an earthquake right now. Or fire. we're talking to you. Oh, no. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the ceiling's true. going. Oh, really? We're moving along. And oh, wow. Oh, yeah, I feel it, live, too. Live radio show. Here it goes. We're just wow. talking about earthquakes, and we're having one right now. We're having one right now. I don't know what the measure is, but but my dogs are going back and forth. The ceiling is... Yeah, we're having it still. Still having still, uh, it. Still. We're still feeling the house shake right now. Is that interesting? That we have still... the power of energy. Yeah. <laughs> wow, yeah. that is. We're just talking okay. about earthquakes, and here it goes. Amen. Well, I'll say, what did you feel uh, as this has been going on? What have you been feeling, Danny? What kind of feeling or emotion? I feel... Well, the emotion the is... The chandelier is going back and forth, and I see that... Um, you know, as we're having this earthquake, that the shifting, like I said, the sh- shifting uh, of all this is going on and stuff. My dog is, my dog is getting a little nuts. But anyway, it's, uh, you know, like I said. Well, that it, was emotional. That was kind of an emotional fulfillment. Um, I felt safe. I didn't feel like everything was out of control. I felt like the earth is definitely moving while we're talking about it. So it made my made my head tingle a little bit kind of gave me oh, the yeah. chills. Well, you felt you felt the vibration. The well, that also still... happened with us on the radio show, Cameron, when we were talking about the Nazis. All the lights went off and the security alarms. Oh, uh, really? You know, raised the subject of interest. We were on the we were we were talking live in the station, and oh, yeah. uh, we were talking about Nazis. The and then all LA, of a sudden, LA talk radio. And yeah, blackout happened. happened. Yeah, and we weren't able to go on the air. It was weird, and. Uh, this earthquake was kind of uh, like a like you're like you're riding a, a pony. <laughs> it was, yeah, it wasn't terrible, <coughs> but it was well, definitely it was noticeable. Yeah, yeah, it was wow. a rolling kind of earthquake. See, Burnett, wow, you, you, you're in stream in the motion, and still <laughs> the chandelier is still moving. But I think, I think, or it's one of the uh, uh, as they say the uh, after what are they call the. When you have an earthquake, and you have the uh, yeah aftershock, because the aftershock lasts for a long time. There could be two hundred of them, three hundred of them. There's just earthquakes now. We want to tell everyone when we were on the air live this July fifth, and we felt the earthquake. So, and it was a kind of interesting thing because when you would see that happening, you, you don't know. Yeah, it's really strange. The anyway, we're at eight. Happening. 23 Los Angeles. Wait, what time was it, Danny? Yeah. We'd say 8, 8.13, 8.14, when the earthquake, uh, the aftershock. Yeah, it was about 8.15, 8.16. Yeah, right yeah, around so that time. Two we minutes had after live I on the air on uh, BBS radio. So people out there, there are things like earthquakes that come on. Maybe we could talk well, about something. Just, uh, talk about something more uplifting. Let's talk about money falling <laughs> yeah. from the sky. Let's talk yes. about money now. Money yeah, talking about money in our bank account. <laughs> it's raining hundreds, everybody. It's raining hundreds. <laughs> yeah, get our love for money in the spirit. Now tell us, Danny, what, what's going on in the UFO world? 
Okay, well, I have some some news um, regarding a couple things. Um, okay. President Eisenhower's uh, one thing. President the assassination attempt against President Eisenhower on Larry Air Force Base in 1954. I had a final letter sent to me from the CIA, and uh-huh. they uh, directed me to the Department of Air Force at the at the Pentagon and also the National Archives um, and Records Administration. Uh, uh-huh. They said that they're. Uh, they directed me to the agency that most most likely will have the the records of the assassination attempt. And um, I always want to bring our audience back to Eisenhower and President Vice President Nixon at the time. That's the time of Roswell, and that's the right, time of UFOs, true. and that's the time of technology. And um, I want to get down to the nitty gritty and say, um, what are we dealing with? Are we dealing with Nazis and Nazi scientists still? Or are we dealing with the real thing, extraterrestrials, and um, and supernatural, um, right. because I'm I'm always one to kind of check check the facts before we go venture out into extraterrestrials. Even though right. we've seen flying saucers, um, we kind of got to wrap our minds around um, what the Nazis were doing too, and their capacity to build these crafts. And um, so they're super genius, super intelligent scientists, but uh, that definitely transcend American technology. Um, and so I'd have to I'd have to keep my feet on the ground and pause for a minute and say before we say extraterrestrials, I think it's really important to go back and and see. And this is what I asked: if it was a Nazi threat, the, the person who attempted the assassination was a Nazi or a KKK clan uh, member, right. uh, because it could be a a coup d'état from the inside of the homeland, uh, just as much as it could be a foreign threat of the Nazis or Russians coming into right. close contact with the president. Um, so I, I'm, I'm, I'm doing my research on the presidential level, the executive office, the military on, on these, these folks, the presidents and vice presidents, uh, because they're so closely tied to the, the secrecy of, of what we have in the government. And um, so I'm doing my homework uh, to let our audience know I'll, I'll be giving an update as soon as I get back from the, get a message back from the Air Force and the National Archives Museum. Uh, not the National Archives, the National Archives and uh um, excuse me, uh, the Records Administration. But funny uh-huh. enough, in 1972 in St. Louis, the records, the archives, were burnt down. And um, I worked for the diplomat of Los Angeles, as our audience knows, Mr. Joseph E. Berg. Um, he was a scientist who uh, took, we, we basically took the electrical propulsion system of flying saucers to the government itself. And they had to say, based on originality, um, we... Uh, cannot fund your company because we already have it, and so it was just to point it. It was just pointing out the fact that we have extraterrestrial or flying saucer right. technology in the public. Um, but his records were coincidentally burned in that fire in 1972 in St. Louis. He was a colonel in the military in the army, and he he warned me. He said, "Don't tell them about my history with the army." because he was coming up with this technology when he worked for them. So being able to take it away from, he was, he was basically able to um, strong arm and, or maybe uh, secret, uh, clandestine, in a clandestine way, take the technology from them and them being helpless against him. I, he was a one-man show, and America was helpless on their knees, basically um, not doing a thing about, Mr. Berg having the technology that's in their top secret laboratories today being highly guarded, very sensitive material. So we, he was very open about 
this technology being uh, flying saucer tech, teleportation tech, and, mm-hmm. um, and, and how it synergizes into so much more. Um, so, yeah, I'm looking in the right places. I'm looking through the archives and records. Um, I'm bringing it to their attention that some of the most important material on our people have been, has been burnt down in the records that um, is lost forever, so there's no telling uh, what, what kind of uh, solution there is to that problem. They've, they restored it as much as possible to uh, what it is today and saved as much as they could, but, you know, it just goes to show to what extent the government or the people who are passing along these secrets, um, how, how much of an extent they have on records of it, too. So, you know, when they burn down um, files that connect uh, themselves to, to possible flying saucer technology and assassination attempts and um, other secrets, um, like extraterrestrials, perhaps, um, and working with them. You know, their records are burnt down in ashes forever, so we'll never really have a, a proof or the evidence needed. Um, I'm also looking into President Richard Nixon. As we talked about last week, um, right. there's a conspiracy theory about him being my grandfather that kind of runs through the family, uh-huh. and it's been one of those secrets that have been kept. And I just um, So I'm kind of delving in the realm of politics and pol- extraterrestrials, flying saucers, uh, because President Richard is a very good person to bring up, regardless of if he's my grandfather or not. He was very involved in the flying saucer technology after Eisenhower uh, the, warned of, of the military-industrial complex being so strong. He, Richard Nixon was vice president, and he was the president known as the, the, uh, the JFK after he was elected in 1960, was known to be the only president with two presidents, and that was Richard Nixon working in the shadows behind him. And his, his hand was on um, Howard Hughes' company, the Mafia, and so many other uh, back backdoor type of dealings in the government to get the assassination of Cuban President Fidel Castro going in the Bay of Pigs while JFK was in office. So right. um, I'm, keeping tra- I'm, I'm keeping tabs on our politicians from the past that, that had the connections with the UFOs and the technology. I'm keeping tabs uh-huh. on asking about... Mr. Berg, I sent in another FOIA request to the CIA. He um, he let me know he was working with the CIA for five years while I worked with him in the company. So um, I'm trying to get information and finding out if he was ever labeled as a foreign threat or a Nazi himself that America basically had had to house, basically give him diplomatic immunity by making him the diplomat of Los Angeles. Um, I think some of our, our foreign threats uh, that deal with flying saucer technology and this electrical propulsion that flies them um, are living in our homeland because America, American scientists are still kept at bay because they don't understand how the technology works still after so many years of having it in their possession. Um, it's just continued to be a mystery for American scientists. So I'm, I'm able to thankfully look into the personal lives of those who have moved it forward um, look into the president's office for assassination attempts regarding the UFO, uh, not the extraterrestrial technology. I'm really certain that if anybody was going to assassinate President Eisenhower at the time, it would have to do. Antonio, can you turn that down? I'm, I'm really certain that whatever um, the assassination attempt was about had to do with uh, the Nazis infiltrating America 
Um, and I really think that's something that us, us UFO followers need to take a look into as well. And Bernadette, I was thinking of um, there to be a infiltration, and Cameron, an infiltration yeah, at the at highest that. level. I'm trying to come up with yeah. what that uh, earthquake was, what we felt. Uh, again, he's yeah. seismologist. Um, okay, oh, you're trying to look that up. Yeah, try yeah, and find no that problem. information. Oh, yeah, no, so, no, yeah, basically, basically, uh, UFO news. We also have Ken Pfeiffer. I got in touch with oh, Ken yeah. Pfeiffer from MUFON, and I emailed him to see if he would give us a call next week at 8.15 so we can all be on the line together oh, and talk great. about the UFO news. Yeah, UFO news that he's been gathering in Istanbul, and I I forget the other two countries that he's MUFON executor, executive over. But he can give us his latest uh, UFO news and updates, and right. um, get us. You know, we have our inner circle of of UFO experts and um, witnesses. And Ken Ken Pfeiffer was in the Air Force. He worked up there on the East Coast in Delaware, Dover, Delaware, uh, where he was tracking down the the man who witnessed the flying saucer uh, over uh, the airfield on the right. on the landing on the landing field of the Air Force in Dover, Delaware. He was getting in touch with one of the, the, the field commanders out there who witnessed the UFO on the base, and um, he was trying to get me into the base as well to talk about the technology. Um, but Ken has been a real good friend of ours and really good, helpful UFO expert. Oh, yeah. And, um, yeah, his doors, I think, open really wide. He has a lot of doors that open for him, and uh, he's still very active uh, with his military pals. Uh, from when he was right. in the Air Force, so he's always good to have. So, uh, Ken, we're going to call you um, sometime this week and get you on the show. We miss you. And um, it would be good to have Ken come back and, and talk to us about oh, yeah, what's going on. Oh, yeah, he's a good guy. He knows, Ken knows his stuff about UFOs, definitely. Yeah, yeah his, he has a website, Bernadette. He, he has the most pictures of flying saucers online than anybody else. He's been collecting uh, flying saucer photographs for a very long time. Wow. I was going to tell everyone, we're trying to get the what the actual measurement of the earthquake. That was an aftershock. So sometimes the aftershocks could be as strong as the earthquake. And that's as, as yeah, happened. they can be. They can that be was, stronger. I yeah. would say that was like a 4.8, something like a 4.8 probably. You know, we're still yeah. trying to get the exact measurement, but it was like 4.8, you know. So it's yeah. interesting what you find out in the news, you know. It's interesting. Emma, go ahead. I'm sorry. So, Danny, we're talking also, about infiltration. What, what, where were you going with that? What was that? You mentioned infiltration? Yeah, yeah. You said that, Dan. What does that mean? Hello? Well, I didn't hear you, Bernadette. Yeah, Bernadette, I'm sorry. I didn't hear your question. Yeah. I said you you were beginning um, to speak about infiltration. What was that? Infiltration. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, what do you mean by that? I was going to, yeah, infiltration when it comes to flying saucers in the government. um, Yeah, I think there's always a continual uh, plot to to basically kill America, uh, killing America um, at the top levels uh, and having the technology... Um, understood really because um, I was in a situation Bernadette where um, the scientist Mr. Berg 
um, knew everything about this technology, and it was a small war. We were actually at war with America while I was uh-huh. bringing this technology to them, and it was a small war. It was kept secret, and there was no um, no no fighting going on that anybody could see, but it was the fact that I had material that America didn't have, and I had the technology to power it up that America keeps top secret. And it, and, and it just became like, uh, like I know there's infiltration. I know there's taking over, and I know there's stealing secrets and committing theft. And there's really nothing America can do about this type of infiltration. So if we have, if they, if we are facing just a small group of scientists right. from other countries, and we don't keep them in collections, which which is the definition of keeping scientists uh, locked under our, our under our roof and not letting them go. But we, they have to find the scientists who understand this and lock them up and not let them go back to their countries. But you get one out in the loose, on the loose, and, you know, there's just this amazing uh, unknown fact of war going on in the United States right now, and it's over this technology. And I, right. I think it's continual. You know, it's a continual war. Um, I don't know it because I haven't participated in it recently, but I was uh-huh. definitely making demands on the government of the United States with the CIA guiding me, and sometimes I would make demands from the CIA. I would make demands from the politicians with Senator Feinstein. Um, you know, I had a, I had made this a, 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 like a war where I actually had a, a threatened to assassinate President Trump and also threatened to assassinate uh, Dianne Feinstein, and the FBI came to my house for Dianne Feinstein, and they came to me and said, you're not in trouble. We know the work that you do, and we know who you work with, but do you mind telling us a little bit about why you made that threat? And I said, Bernadette, I said, and Cameron, I said, well, there's a black market that Dianne Feinstein is helping keep a black market, and that's with Flying Saucer Technology. And Uh I said, there's a Nazi army. I said, there's a Nazi army or a Nazi force in America and possibly worldwide that is ready to attack and to strike and to take away this technology from the United States. And I only say this because in the contract with Deep Space Particle Accelerator Corporation, um, they had a year. Every government agency we showed this technology to for funding had a year to reply and and fund us, or they would not be able to um, ever have this technology in their hands as an offer or opportunity again. And, um, and so... Mr. Berg had the ability to steal uh, this technology to actually manufacture more material that the United States of America didn't have to, um, to operate it in deep space, causing uh-huh. it to be a particle accelerator, corp- causing it, uh, the technology to become a particle accelerator, which uh, sends one gram particles of this dielectric material near the speed of light, uh, maxing out at about 10,000 tons of TNT upon implantation into another planet or asteroid. It could destroy an asteroid in six minutes and prevent the Earth from having a, a catastrophe. Uh-huh. And, um, and I also um, made that threat, assassination threat about President Trump, and I said the same thing. And the Secret Service came to my house. It was within two days. And they said, you're not in trouble. We know what, you, what work you've been working on. Um, we know who you work with, with the diplomat of Los Angeles. And they right. just said, why did you do that? Why did you threaten to assassinate the president? And I said, well, because there's a Nazi army ready to attack America and destroy it. And that's, that's the, that's the bald-faced, 
Uh, no, that's just the, the, the plain face everyday war that's going on with this technology. Uh-huh. That, um, somebody had to say something about it, and I did, and I didn't get in trouble, thankfully. They just came and spoke with me and said, just don't do it again. But my, my participation and involvement with flying saucers and having T.J. Turner, Chief of Security of Area 51 in Edwards Air Force Base, disclosed to me from the top of highest rank of security, information security at Edwards um, in, Ed, in Area 51, telling got a, me that. Uh, uh, Danny, as you go on, what we got right now okay. is a 5.4 earthquake aftershock from Oh, uh, wow, nine. that was a big one. Yeah, that was, that was Channel that, that 9 was pretty big. Uh, in Los Angeles. It got back to me. So that's what it was. Oh, and it all came. It all stemmed from Ridgecrest up in um, northern uh, L.A. County. So that's oh, where it's coming okay. from. Yeah, so we Great. want everyone to, to let people know because people are probably wondering, what the heck was it? And that's what it was. Right. And we have any right. more information as we're on the air, we'll let you know. So go ahead, Dan. Sorry about that. Okay. Oh, that's okay. I'm glad we all found out about where the Epic Center was, so we can all kind of yeah. hold on tight and look forward to some aftershocks maybe. Right. Um, yeah, but, you know, the assassination threats were one thing, but it was just the, the climax of what I was working at was uh, the flying saucer technology being in the hands of a government that doesn't understand it. And so America is like a child holding on to technology that it doesn't understand, right. allowing itself to fly. It's flying, but they're not equipped with any um, weapons. We never hear of uh, too much about flying saucers with weapons on them, else we'd all be terrified. Right. Um, but this, this technology was a weapon for space, and you could easily place it onto a flying saucer and have this electrical propulsion system that flies the flying saucer also accelerate particles near the speed of light and just bombard the planet, America and the world would be helpless. There's nothing strong enough in our arsenal on the, in the military right. to combat this kind of technology. And so infiltration, you guys, um, has already happened. And so I'm asking myself, is America already a dead country with no representatives? You know, does, nobody knows about this. It's kept a secret. And so I'm, right. I'm asking myself, is America already a dead country in the hands of foreign adversaries because of the technology that it took from World War II from the Nazis. It's uh-huh. uh, kind of biblical. It's very biblical. If you look in the Old Testament, God tells the Israel not to take away um, their gold, their silver, their, their cattle, to destroy it all and to leave it. And you have King, uh, King Saul um, taking out gold and taking out the, the people who are good slaves, taking out cattle for himself, and then having... Uh, uh, Samuel have to go back to Seir and kill people because God said, right. no, I told you, no, don't bring these people or their possessions back into your land. And right. Saul, King Saul, I, I look at uh, America as King Saul, a perfect uh-huh. example of disobeying God. When, when we had the Nazis defeated, they gave us no right to take what was theirs and bring it over to our land and something we don't understand. So having this possession of flying saucer technology from the Nazis is something that's dangerous and allows uh, very much like Israel again when it didn't destroy Canaan, the Canaanites. They, they enslaved them instead of killing them back in right. the Old Testament. God said, there'll be a thorn in your side for the rest of your days now because I told you to annihilate these people. They're bad people. They do child sacrifice. They, they worship other gods. I want them gone for a reason. And Israel enslaved them instead and kept them as slaves. 
and they they ended up having to go through the entire Old Testament with the Canaanites worshiping their pagan deities and child sacrifice and um, disobeying God, and uh, God punished them for that. And I look at America as the new as the New Testament version with the Nazis. They they should have annihilated the Nazis. We shouldn't have taken the technology that they had that we didn't understand into our own possession. And because we did, Nazi scientists are a thorn in America's side. They they, they live side by side with American scientists. They work right. with them and they teach them how the technology works, but at what cost? If if they're if Dan, they're not learning Danny, everything. Danny Yeah. We got an update. I wanted to give tell everyone because uh, okay. when you do a radio show, you got to give them an update. The earthquake uh, that we just felt, me and Danny did, uh, in La, in the L.A. County area, was, like I said, a five. And what they're trying to find out, if if there's uh, another uh, zone that's affected. So we have, we're, we're still trying to work that out. People that are listening, we're trying to find out exactly what happened. All right, I just, ahead, got an update from, I just got an update from the AP, and it says magnitude 7.1 earthquake. Wow. Oh, 7.1. Just wow. Southern California. Okay. Wow. That's, really? That's what I just got. Yeah. AP. Let me look it up. Uh, uh, that's a very, uh, very big news uh, agency. American see. Press. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think maybe uh, the way it's been taken care of here, earthquake now. That's what we should put now. Yeah, I'm trying to find out. Let's see, I'll tell you right now. Uh, right now, let me see if I have anything to update. Uh, two days ago. Yeah, it, was, it didn't say anything about seven so far. Oh, so I should, I should snapshot this to you. Stop it. So it was a seven, you said? They didn't mention that, said, huh? Yeah, it says a 7.1. Wow, we, we were just rocked. Yeah, we were rocked, and that's very interesting. Because, you know, you're usually, like at 7.1, there have been more activity, you know? What we lasted have for a long time. Right now is there was one uh, today, 6.9, in Ridgecrest, California. I want to see if there's anything else as of this point, because I have the, the news news. Uh, that would be probably does, a half an hour ago. It does say Ridgecrest. It does say Ridgecrest. Yeah, it's, it's a 6.9. 27 minutes ago, 24 minutes okay. ago, 4.7 in China Lakes where we, me and uh, Danny have been, and then 5.0 in, in, in Sorrell's Valley in California. So we'll, wow. you know, we'll let the listeners know. That was exactly about 30 minutes ago. Uh, it's all, I think you may be right because it's at 6.9 on the uh, 27 minutes ago. So that you may be okay. right. She's our reporter. Wow, we just had a really big earthquake. It's going to be on the news all night tonight. Yeah, they're going to probably have it on. I wonder if we should. Ex- we should. We definitely probably should expect aftershocks, guys. Brace yourself. Yeah, I'm okay. You know, because you know what it is. That's all part of the earth, man. And just so we don't get people. Uh, a lot of people when they hear these reports get para- uh You know, they get stressed out, right? Heard of that? Mm-hmm. And we right. don't want to yep. stress them out. You no, know, when they hear the you know, the uh, magnitude of the earthquake. Rather than, uh, you know, um, wasting them out, we might as well just try it. It was 6.9. 
Uh, we'll definitely be there with them. Yeah, broadcasting right, right. live. You don't want to. Yeah, what you don't want to do is you want to freak them out, too, because we had that here in L.A. where we had an earthquake, and the guy goes, "Well, it almost was a nine. What is, is it a nine or not?" So, anyway, that was very important. That what happened. So we're going to let you know we're almost the broadcast time is almost over. We got ten minutes. So go ahead, Danny. You know what you talk about now? Talk about what was that? Um, Right now, with uh, they were talking in Congress of having an exchange with UFOs. What do you think about that? Having oh yes, uh, having a um, meeting. Well, what is the, what's the senator's name that let you? In? Harry Reid. Senator Harry Reid spent twenty-two million dollars on black op money to figure right. out whether flying saucers do exist or not, which was a bunch of garbage. Um, he wasted taxpayer money on something the government already has hold on and control over and for him to have uh, gone in and behind everybody's back and funded small companies right. to do the research was really underhanded and a dirty trick of uh, Harry Re- Senator Harry Reid um, to spend that much money on something that's very well known throughout the government on the higher well, on the higher Harry Reid's out of office right now though yeah. right and I feel sorry for him too because he's gone blind uh, you know as a person he has a he has some health issues too yeah, um, I never horrible. had a chance to talk with him. Um, I was I was in Washington D.C. and going along uh, the Embassy of Israel, and I I told them right. how we worked together, and uh, that he wanted to be a business attaché to my company at one point for Mexico, Canada, and uh, right. I think it was one of the other South American countries. Um, but I I was definitely involved. Now Congress has um, very little information from me. And I have very little information from Congress, uh, the House of Congress. Uh-huh. Mike Senator Senator Mike Reed. It was uh, you no know, um, Representative Mike Reed. He's the congressman from Indiana. Okay. Was the former Secretary of uh, National uh, the National Security Agency, the NSA, and he was coming up with the blueprint of the Space Corps, the sixth military branch of the the military that America has uh, under Trump's presidency. Uh, begun, and it's uh, basically sending up American uh, weapons and satellites and defending American uh, space, American-held uh-huh. space, and um, and so I, I got in touch with Mike Reed's office and his um, his uh, secretaries and uh, and his helpers in his office, and we got in touch, and we were communicating with the Senate, working on the National Space Corps with Vice President uh-huh. Pence at the time. And so uh, back in 2017, Vice President Pence reopened the National Space Council that was shut down in 19, I think, 74, and it was just okay. reinstated again. So they're, they're dealing with the small corporations, small businesses, uh, dealing with space and technology and defense. They're also dealing with the large ones like Boeing, um, Lockheed Martin, Skunk Works, right. uh, SpaceX. They're all dealing with the uh, satellites and the the weapon system right now. Blue Origin, right. uh, Jeff Bezos' company, Blue Origin. I got in touch with his company as well. Um, they're they're not talking a lot about uh, the engagement that uh, the United States has with flying saucers as much as uh, they probably should, because the prowess of the flying saucers about the bases and how they come down on the bases and shut defense systems down and and bring down nuclear weapons. Uh, uh, safety measures, they, they, they bring those down. 
they definitely test the, the limits of, of what uh, our country will do to defend itself against uh-huh. invaders. And, uh, you know, some of these flying saucers are also, for our audience's uh, knowledge and understanding, uh, from what's been disclosed to me, audience, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, from the Chief of Security of Area 51 and Edwards Air Force Base, is that these are not only just piloted by, by man, we have artificial intelligence that flies these flying saucers. And so we have right. to ask ourselves, are we on the brink of an artificial intelligence war when it comes down to, hey, if I judge right. this correctly, American scientists do not understand the technology that they're using having me pilot this, this technology. Right. Therefore, True. they are my enemy. Therefore, they cannot control me. I belong to right. the person who can control me and understand me, more so like the Nazi scientist or... Um, or some other people who have been trained under them. Uh, I've belong under anyway, their Danny, control. Danny, I want to rush through, yeah. through. We have a couple of minutes. So if anyone wants to get in, please call us at 323-744-4831. We did have an earthquake on the air, and a lot of my buddies are calling me, and it was it ended up being a 6.9. So the, the aftershock. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. Hey, so I, I think that one of the best things that we've done on this show is give a, a thought of the day. And I really appreciated Bernadette's thought of the day last time and yours oh, as yeah. well, Cameron. Oh, thank you, thank you. Go out with a, yeah. We hope not to have an uh, uh, earthquake when we're on the air, but it happens. No. And we, all we wanted to tell everyone is, uh, for for us, is we, we hope no one got injured. We hope that uh, the place of... Uh, where they had the big earthquake, that no, there was no fatalities there, and we just pray that uh, uh, you know the you know the aftershocks will go down. So with that in mind, I want to thank everyone for today's show. Next week we'll go more into earthquakes if you like. Thank you, Bernadette, for coming on from Austin, thank Texas. You for having and me. then and then and then we have Danny, our UFO supervisor. Uh, su- uh, a UFO guy from L.A. Thank you. So anyway, thank you all, yes. everyone. Have a good weekend. Happy Fourth uh, uh, of July weekend, to everyone. And yes, and everybody have a stay well. Stay well and stay peaceful. Okay. Bye, Bernadette. Bye, Cameron. Good. Bye, guys. Good night. Good night, good night everybody. Good night. Good night. Good night.